Please be seated. Look at a hundred different religiously themed Christmas cards and certain similarities start to become apparent. Mary is usually seated and dressed in blue. Joseph is usually standing and often in brown. And Jesus is in a crib or sometimes on Mary's lap, but never held by Joseph, by the way. And well, at least in this country's Christmas cards, Jesus is so very white. While a bit later the Gospel of Luke tells us that his ancestors included David and Abraham, residents of the Middle East most certainly, the cards look as if his ancestors came over on the Mayflower with names such as Bradford and Winslow. Any depiction of Jesus that we have is a result of the fact that Christianity in the 8th century decided not to abandon icons. That is, not to do away with those very stylized representations of Jesus, Mary, and the saints that we these days associate with Orthodox Christianity. The reason we made that decision is tied up in Christmas. The people who wanted to do away with any paintings or statues of Jesus were people who did not like to focus on the Incarnation. That is, people who did not quite trust that God could be found so fully in human form. Or they were people who believed that all flesh was evil and thus even thinking about God in flesh was bad. Fortunately, the church came to a different decision, and thus Christmas is one of our principal feasts, and thus we have Christmas cards. In the form of the baby Jesus, God comes to us in flesh and blood and knows what it's like to be human. And simultaneously, we flesh and blood humans know what it's like to experience the divine self of God. It goes both ways. Now, that's all a bit of theological discourse, and theologians have spent centuries debating what it means to believe in incarnation, and we Anglicans in particular have emphasized it. But it still leaves us with a big unanswered question, what do we do with all those sentimental Freshly talcumed white baby Jesuses on our Christmas cards, those Western descendants of icons. What do we do with those similarly designed creches that decorate our mantles in homes and adorn our churches? We've got an attraction to them in this season, in, in part because we so want a Jesus who looks like us. I make that assertion in the most positive of senses. We want someone who knows the disappointments we experience, the pain we endure, the losses we suffer, the joys that we have. This is the importance of incarnation. God is not a distant and far-off judge, but rather someone who at the end of the day knows better than any spouse or relative or friend exactly what's going on deep inside us and does not run away from us, does not avoid our flesh, 
declares us beloved no matter what the forces of the world might say otherwise. We so want a Jesus who looks like us. I must also admit that such an assertion can be not so positive. To be bombarded by painting after painting of the Jesus of our own reflection can sometimes lead us not to see Jesus in the unlikeliest of places and people. And that's the heavy baggage of icons. It's the baggage of the nativity sets on our mantles that in some way reflects us so sentimentally. This season, if we're to live into the totality of good news, we have to admit that there is incarnation, that God's dwelling among us takes place also among people who can be so very different from what we expect. I like to say that the importance of incarnation is that God's dwelling is not seen so much in one person, that is, in the baby Jesus in Bethlehem, as it is seen in a multitude of places and times and events throughout history. One contemporary German artist, Oscar Fable, has decided that he wants to do something about such a situation. He recently set about designing a new crash, a new nativity representation. His nativity scene is made up of ten pieces of wood, each simply a rectangle a little over three inches tall and about a half inch square. Something sort of like a piece of wood we might find left over on the floor of a woodworking shop. There are no faces, no elaborate clothing, no colors. Instead, on each piece, one of the following words in block letters. Mary, Joseph, Jesus, wise man, wise man, wise man, shepherd, ox, ass, sheep. Words on scraps of wood. Mr. Fable has turned the Luke and passage we love so much and that is so visually inviting into the powerful message of the beginning of the Gospel of John, whose own birth narrative is simply, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Mr. Fable is giving us the Christmas story reduced to its core, the Word this Jesus in a manger can be looked upon by anyone and in the imagination of one's mind envisioned in whatever way the world needs, light-skinned or dark-skinned, rich in garments or poor in hand-me-downs, partnered or alone, small or large, Upper East Side New Yorker or resident of Ferguson, Missouri, secure American or Syrian war refugee. The glory of the Christmas message is that Jesus is just like every last one of us human beings, whoever and wherever we might be. The word written on the scraps of our lives. If there is hope for this world in what I must call a very disturbing period in our history, when we seem to be at one another's throats, domestically and internationally, well, if there's any hope for the world, if there's any hope 
that peace will finally settle upon us and that good will triumph, it is when every person finally sees and understands that all people can find themselves reflected in this Jesus, reflected in the Word of God, and that God's flesh is scattered across the face of the earth. In such a holy world, hatred and war and inequality and mean-spirited prejudice will be banished. If we're looking for a light in the darkness, we start there. If we're looking for the coming of God's kingdom, we start there. If we're looking for the peace about which the heavenly messengers sing in Luke and about which we sing in our hymns and we pray in our prayers, then we'll start right there with that hope and we'll do everything we can to make it a reality. Amen. We believe.